they encountered. It's but it's how Paul Bunyan go back to that? No, John Bunyan. Oh, John. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Vanity Fair and the Slew of Despondency. Yeah, right. Right. But uh, to me, it's just an indictment of modernity. It's a warning to know your place, that here nature is synonymous with God, and it will always have the last word. And I, I think it kind of ties in with. I was going to ask you this. What is your theory on why he goes to such? He devotes a lot of pages to very intricate descriptions of whales, the details of them, and whaling also. But I don't think it was without purpose. What do you, what do you make of it? Why, why does he spend so much time telling us all of the biology, the details about whales? Here, that, that's good. I mean, my obvious answer to that is because he spent so much time himself dealing with whales, he knew them in and out. And my sense is that he, as he matured, if you, if you compare this novel with his early, I mean, there's no compare. There's metaphysical depths in this that he doesn't get. But he knew whaling, and he could, he could show these linked analogies between whaling. And, and the part of the power that comes from him is, remember, he told all those stories about pictures of whales or stories of whales. So he's critiquing paintings, literature, so even though he's talking about whales, he's talking about lots of other things too through them. If he'd been, I mean, I sort of, I, and I'm saying this sort of kiddingly, but seriously, where is a poet today who could look at our modern world because of his experiences in, you name the field, and who could do the same thing to expose us with the things that are concrete to us, because this is 19th century whaling, and you know, I, I just, where are the poets who have that kind of grasp who can do that? They can't, because they're professional poets, which means they're not really good poets at all. Well, <laughs> he had a hard time getting... <laughs> there are actually publishers who would, who would risk because they stand outside of the world. They're not the, you know, the great publishers, but, but they realize that it's important to keep hearing these voices from the margins that don't get published. Um, but Karen, you had something a while ago. No, it's way past. Sorry. That's okay. Um, but I, I keep asking myself, how do you discuss this with your peers, literature experts like you, who are not Catholic? I don't, I live in a cave, so I don't discuss this with anybody anymore. <laughs> when, when we were, when, when, you know, I, when I was on the UD faculty, um, some of whom were not Catholic, we would have open discussions on these and people would see things differently, but by and large, the, the Catholic was, or the faculty was Catholic and there wouldn't have been much disagreement on issues like this. Um, it's a different faculty. If you had put our faculty, if, if we had faculty meetings so that we'd met with the secular school of English teachers who read things through Freud and Marx and modern ideologies, it would be, I mean, I, all I'm doing is imagining it. The struggle of trying to find a common ground so that you could actually discuss it with somebody would be really hard because they look at the world so, so differently. So differently, so differently. Their response to somebody like me is they'd say, and I don't even know what they say because I, I don't think my, my understanding of this is conventional. I don't think even traditional Catholics see it the way I do. 
But their tendency would be to speak of people like, I don't know what they'd say about me. But their, their tendency to, their, would be to look at most traditional Catholics and say, you're antiquated, you're out of date, you're not up, you know, you, you, that world is a, you know. I, I take as much pains as I do to go into this to prove it. I don't, I don't want to make assertions here. You know how serious I am about that. I don't want to make an assertion that can't be supported by the text because the most important thing for me in all of this is this text. What is this text saying? I don't want to make it something it's not because that's part of the problem of the modern world. You, you make it over into whatever you think it should be. And I, I, you can't... It's one of the reasons I'm taking the pain with writing is because it's people destroying the good that's there for something else. It's like what they do with the calf in the desert. They want to make something over because what, it's what people did with Christ when he was performing miracles. He was doing an extraordinary thing and they wanted to kill him. They, all they wanted to find was bad. So what we're talking about isn't new, you know. Um, most people raised on ideologies. I mean, the ones that I'm struggling against would see this completely differently. This guy is saying this is an inscrutable mystery. There's no logos. In, if there was ever a book that confirmed, affirmed a logos in nature, it's this book. Ishmael is finding meaning in everything. It speaks of this wonderful and beauty and intelligibility and meaning everywhere. How can you read this and not say, God, the world's an amazing place. Stones talk. Here, let's, I'm sorry, really sorry. What level of hell would you put him in? Oh, Connie. Yeah, wow. Whoa, what a good question. No, no, hold on. What, where would you? Hold on. I'm thinking. I was thinking because the noble and the, the men that were noble, but they didn't have the faith. But then I think Ahab was a little, maybe, further down. <laughs> you know, that's because he, he, he couldn't be in the incontinent, and he wouldn't be just in the violent, the middle section. It would be in fraud, and it would have to be in fraud where there was a. You remember where. Uh, um, Muhammad yeah. was in heresies yes. at the depth. There have to be something down there where there's a great nobility, but there's a, some. He's doing something to make God into something God's not. That makes it that makes it so much worse than stealing or you know whatever the other sins are that you're going to look at. Okay, we're not meeting next week. <laughs>